This hour, the podcast is exclusively sponsored by my good friends at Advantage Gold. Advantage Gold is a five-star rated gold company with one-of-a-kind customer service. And when it comes to gold and precious metals, Advantage Gold is the only company I'll work with. Call Advantage Gold today and make sure you let them know that Mark Levin sent you. And now, let's begin. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. a little backwards president's about to speak president trump about this outrageous phony fraud case here we go in my opinion the country louder please attorney general and it's all having to do with election interference 
There were no victims because the banks made a lot of money. They made $100 million. And by the way, I paid approximately $300 million in taxes as the migrants come in and they take over New York. I paid over this period of years over $300 million in taxes. And they want me out. Oh, let's see if we can get them out. These are radical left Democrats. They're lunatics. And it's election interfering. So I just want to thank you for being here. Uh, we'll appeal. We'll be successful, I think, because, frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone. People are moving out of New York State. And because of this, they're going to move out at a much faster rate. They used a statute. It's a consumer fraud statute that's never been used for a thing like this before. They used it on me because I'm running for president. I'm beating Biden by a lot. We're beating not only the Republicans, we're beating Biden by a lot. The poll came out today, we're up 20 points on Biden. If I weren't running, none of this stuff would have ever happened. None of these lawsuits would have ever happened. Nothing would, I would have had a nice life. But I enjoy this life for a different reason. We're gonna make America great again. These are corrupt people. These are people that shouldn't be allowed to do the things they do. And they're using this as weaponization against a political opponent who's up a lot in the polls and always will be because I'm competing with a man who can't put two sentences together, who doesn't know what he's doing. And we're heading into a third world war because of this guy. We have to win this election. They're doing everything possible to step in a way, but we're not gonna stand for it. So thank you very much. We will get back to work. Uh, it's a ridiculous award. Listen, a fine of $355 million for doing a perfect job, for having paid back a loan with no defaults, with no problems. The banks were totally, t you know, at the trial, they testified. We had an expert witness from the Stern School at NYU that made a statement. He, and I was very honored by his statement. He's one of the most respected people anywhere in the country for doing this kind of thing, expert wisdom. He said, this is one of the greatest financial statements I have ever witnessed before. And he talked about even the detail. So my numbers actually were extremely conservative. They saw this. So what the judge did is he brought down certain values like Mar-a-Lago, made it ridiculous. But the expert, after having all of this, testified to one of the best financial statements he's ever seen. And I was honored by that. But I also knew we have a corrupt judge. He's not a respected man. And again, I said before, he's been overturned on this case by the appellate division four times already. It's a record. Nobody's ever been overturned on one case four times. And I think very importantly, and I think ultimately the most important, we've employed tens of thousands of people in New York and we paid taxes like few other people have ever paid in New York. And they don't care about that. They, it's, a, it's a state that's going bust. It's a state that's going bust because everybody's leaving. And it's all headed up by Biden, who's destroying our country. So this is Russia, this is China. This is what you've been reading about all your lives. And it's happening right here in our country. Thank you very much. We will stop it. We will make America great again. You have my word. Thank you very much. You know, ladies and gentlemen, my heart goes out to this man, to this family. It's a statute that's never been used like this before in the history of New York. There's not a claimant. There's no fraud. There's not a disgruntled bank or insurance company 
uh, you knew that this is what they wanted to do and they wanted his taxes. He, they wanted his corporate records. You knew that this is where it was heading to try and destroy him. And what they've done here, anybody who's been to New York or even driven by New York or driven through New York, you see a fantastic horizon of skyscrapers. And in the 70s and 80s, when a lot of people abandoned New York and gave up on New York, Trump dug in. He has built fantastic buildings all throughout New York. He's taken areas of New York that were basically abandoned, and he built them up as well. He makes the point, he's right, that he's employed tens of thousands of people, which he has paid enormous amount of taxes directly, as did the people who worked for him. And this is what, this is what they do to him. Now, I happen to think, although I don't know, based on Supreme Court precedent, and I don't even know if it's possible, but to me, at least conceptually, at least conceptually, this is a violation of the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment. I'm a little careful. I was thinking before I put that out, because everybody comes up with their own theories, but when this is a statute that's never been used this way before, uh, when you have a judge like this, it's not really a trial of any sort. You have his law clerk who's now running to be a Democrat judge. These are elected people at the local level doing what they think they need to do to get elected. There's something horrendously wrong with this. And even on appeal, it'll be to mostly Democrat judges. There's a secondary effect that this has that is very and gravely dangerous. A jury or jurors, prosecutors or judges see a, a holding like this, a ruling like this, and it gets easier and easier to rule against Donald Trump, the former president, the candidate for the presidency. So it becomes less of a shock and becomes more of a routine. And this is what's happening in these dark blue cities, in these states. You should have no respect for these judges. You should have no respect for these prosecutors. None. The case in Manhattan that will start on March 25th is a completely bogus case. This civil fraud case is a completely bogus case. And yet, they're brought <clears throat> because they know. As Mao knew, as Xi knows, as Stalin knew, as Putin knows, as they all know. They control the outcome. I've been calling these, as you know, Potemkin courtrooms. They give the appearance of a judicial system, but they're not a judicial system. They go through the motions, and they barely do that. They wanted his taxes. They found nothing. They didn't find a crime when they went through his corporate records. This is a, 
Huge corporation that's done business for half a century. And this is the best they can do. But it doesn't matter. They don't have to really prove their case. They just have to throw stuff against the wall and the judges will take it from there. This judge is a freak and a fraud. He's an elected local judge. He's highly disrespected. But he's elected, and there he is. He gets the case. He looks at the papers that were filed, and based on the papers, based on the papers, without, without Trump, his lawyers, anybody even present, he finds Donald Trump guilty. Based on the summary judgment, just based on the filings. Guilty. There's no jury, not that it would matter, probably. And so Donald Trump walks into that courtroom on day one, and he's guilty. His sons are guilty. The company's guilty. They're guilty. Before he ever opens his mouth, before he ever enters the courtroom, before his lawyers can ever speak. On a statute that's never been used like this, ever. Where no complaint has been made by any party. Where the Attorney General, Letitia James, she's looking and looking and looking. And she finds this obscure statute that's never been used before in a case like this and uses it. It's like the January 6th case. The Klan Act of 1871... We call it the Klan Act of 1871, but it's actually the Klan Act of 1870, just to put a fine point on it. That's when it was introduced, but it was passed in 1871. Fine. You can actually call it the Civil Rights Act of 1868, because that's what it was. But it was the Klan Act. And then they used the Enron Law that has nothing to do with this. Federal Contractor Law has nothing to do with any of it. You see in Georgia... Putting aside the clown show, a RICO statute? Because people are lobbying the Secretary of State? Not threatening him, lobbying him? Because there is a second group, a slate of electors from that state and others, which has been done in American history? That's a crime to obstruct, to prevent an outcome of an election? Now, why is this all happening now? Is it because of Donald Trump? No, it's because of the very people who were spying on him when he became a candidate. The very people who tried to impeach him twice simply because he was president. The very people who launched a criminal investigation against him in the Mueller quote-unquote probe with Russia collusion, which we know was hatched by our own intelligence agencies with the knowledge of Barack Obama. And so when you have somebody really... Bottom dwellers like Nikki Haley saying Trump's called the chaos. Trump is going to be found guilty. We're going to be involved in this. So Trump is the one. Trump's the problem. Quite the contrary. He's the victim. She's giving aid and comfort. To the corrupt Democrat so-called justice system in these blue states. At every level, they're trying to bankrupt Trump. They're trying to destroy his reputation with these 
these uh, libel cases, both in New York. We have another New York case uh, involving non-disclosure agreements. They call it hush money. Really? And the companies that call it hush money, they've paid, quote-unquote, hush money for non-disclosure agreements, too. But they're doing it because they're going to have a Democrat jury. They already have a partisan Democrat judge who's con- actually contributed to the Biden campaign. So why not, they figure. So these are radical prosecutors, sorotypes, that have no compunction whatsoever about what they're doing. Burn the damn thing down. That's their view. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners, diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold, a five-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts, including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now, folks. 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you, and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. 800 900 8000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial tax professional. The Democrat Party is interfering in the Republican primary process, it's interfering in the general election. Alvin Bragg said that he was going to go after Trump. That's what he's doing. Letitia James said she was going after Trump. That's what she's doing. Joe Biden over and over again has told his people to go after Trump, has complained when they don't, through leaks and other ways of communication. So the Democrat Party is in the midst of trying to steal the election as I speak. They're wrapping themselves self-righteously in the judicial system, in the rule of law. They claim to be what they're not. They claim to be seeking what they're not seeking. And this is a typical tactic of totalitarian regimes and totalitarian parties. And that's what you're witnessing. This is intended to deny you the vote and the president that you want in order to destroy him. And Joe Biden and the Democrats are every bit as ruthless and horrendous as Vladimir Putin. Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold, 
a five-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts, including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now, folks. 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you, and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial and tax professional. Mark Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. I love him. Call in now. 877-381-3811. We have another legal matter. And you see, this is all part of the strategy, the plan of the Democrats. Legal matters every day. Legal matters every week. Trump on defense. Democrat judges, Democrat prosecutors, Democrat jurors, Democrat members of the media, Democrat column writers. Day in and day out. They they do not want him to have any breath to campaign. No breathing room to make his points to the American people. No breathing room to go after Joe Biden. They're trying to crush him. And they've decided the best way to do it is legally because they, they saw that their legal strategies during the election were effective in changing election laws in various states and outcomes in various states. While the people trying to fight them and challenge them were said to be abusing the legal system and losing all these cases. That's exactly what's going on here. And the idea that Biden and his team is not behind it is a lie. Absolute lie. But this surprised me. I assume the president and his lawyers know what they're doing here. Trump opts against Supreme Court appeal on civil immunity claim over January 6th lawsuits. The decision not to seek the Supreme Court review means cases brought against Trump over January 6th can move forward in district court, although he can still mount an immunity defense. Lawsuits, writes NBC, seeking to hold Donald Trump personally accountable for his role in January 6th attack on the Capitol, can move forward after the former president chose not to take his broad immunity claim to the Supreme Court. Why is it a broad immunity claim? Why can't you news bastards just write a story? Trump had a Thursday deadline to file a petition at the Supreme Court contesting an appeals court decision. It was not an appeals court decision. It was a panel of three judges on the appeals court. It specifically was not the entire appeals court because Trump was blocked from appealing to the entire appeals court. But this is NBC News. What do you expect? Contesting the decision from December that rejected his immunity arguments, but he did not do so. The appeals court made it clear, not the court, the panel. It's like calling the case with... Brag in Manhattan, a hush money case. And even our own friends in Radio Fox House, where they go, a hush money case. Every one of these media companies have entered into hush money cases then. Hush money agreements. They're called non-disclosure agreements. Maybe some of you have entered into this. Maybe some of you have executed them. But they want it to sound very evil and sinister. Oh, hush money. Hush money. I've even informed my colleagues, 
Stop calling it a hush money case. It's not a hush money case. Hush money is you pay somebody to commit a crime. Excuse me. You pay somebody who knows you committed a crime money to keep their mouth shut or participated in a crime to keep their mouth shut. This is a contract. Over a million hush money contracts I better signed every year. CNN has entered into hush money contracts. MSNBC, I suppose Fox, who knows? ABC, NBC, CBS, NPR, PBS. Maybe Media Matters, maybe Mediaite. I don't know. They're not nefarious. President Trump will continue to fight for presidential immunity all across the spectrum, says Stephen Chung, a a Trump spokesman. Now, these civil suits against Trump are separate from the criminal case against him that also rose in January 6th. On Monday, Trump asked the justices to put the case on hold on immunity grounds. So you've got the lawyers organized on the left bringing civil cases based on January 6th. You've got the Department of Justice at the direction of Joe Biden in the White House having brought the criminal case. And I want to say after Biden's out of office, I want to advise on the air anybody who's been damaged. Anybody who's been damaged as a result of Joe Biden's border policies. To sue him. Property damage. Physical injury damage. Maybe somebody in your family was murdered. Raped. You can't bring criminal charges, but you can bring civil cases. And what I'm hoping and encouraging is that thousands and thousands of civil cases are brought against Joe Biden after he leaves office because he doesn't have immunity. We know this. Because the media have told us it's a broad, broad claim. Broad claim. Every argument you're hearing now. And the D.C. courts have ruled. About immunity have been rejected. And so now there's precedent for suing Joe Biden. I'm not kidding. Sue his sorry ass. In one civil court after another. In Texas, in Arizona, in New Mexico. In New York, in New York City, in Florida. In California, and then on the northern border. All across the northern border. If you've suffered any kind of damage. Any. To your person. Somebody in your family, economic damage, you sue his sorry ass civilly. And you can thank the radical kook Marxist Democrat Biden judges in Washington, D.C. Now there they've thrown open Pandora's box. You understand my point, Mr. Producer? No immunity for Joe Biden after he leaves office. None. Certainly on the civil side and on the criminal side, 
a Republican attorney general and his staff have every right, every right, to study the actions of Joe Biden, to bring out the Klan Act, to bring out the Enron Act, to bring out the Federal Contractor Act, to bring out every damn act they can think of, and charge him. He's funding Iran. He's funding the terrorists in the Middle East. He's funding the terrorist organization called the United Nations. He's funding Arafat's Palestinian Liberation Organization. It's certainly worth looking at. Carefully, in detail, all of his actions as President of the United States. Because the court said, well, you know, we're weighing the interests here, and Trump's guilty. Trump's this, Trump's that, Trump's that. Okay, got it, got it, got it. If we don't fight back with our own lawfare, we lose the country. If we don't overwhelm Joe Biden when he leaves office with civil lawsuits and make the exact arguments that circuit court panel, that detestable two Bidens and one George Bush judge. If we don't make the same arguments that have been rejected by Judge Chunkin, the trial court, if we don't make the same damn arguments against them, it's over. Because just like totalitarian regimes overseas, the only thing that Democrats understand is fear itself and retribution. Which, of course, is perfectly legal and legitimate and constitutional. How do we know? Because they've told us this. Oh, you're going to come after us for retribution? And then they squawk. They whine and they complain. If Alvin Bragg is able to convince a Democrat Biden jury, he brought 34 charges to convict Trump of one of them. Just one. Then Donald Trump will have to wear that conviction right into the general election. And then they're going to be debating on TV and elsewhere whether he should go to jail whether he's even eligible. That's the entire purpose of this. They figure 91 charges brought by Democrat prosecutors. Surely we'll get them on something. Surely we'll get them on something with Democrat jurors in Manhattan, Democrat jurors in Atlanta, Democrat jurors in Washington, D.C. We'll get them on something. And we're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at them on the documents case. We even set him up for obstruction. We didn't have to, but we felt, what the hell, that's icing on the cake. You don't resist us, the government says, but that's the whole point of a case, right? Yes, we resist you. Then we'll crush you. We'll take away attorney-client privilege. We'll take away your lead lawyer. We'll take away the proper jurisdiction by bringing the charges in Washington, D.C., when you're supposed to use a grand jury in Florida. We'll do whatever we have to do. And we will threaten another council. That has never been resolved. Still waiting around to hear about that. 
These cases have consequences, and they'll have consequences for Democrats and the left. If the Republicans and conservatives can muster enough strength, resolve, a friggin' backbone to push back in order to save the country. Donald Trump is in many ways our general. Now, some of you are not actively supporting him. Some of you supported somebody else. That's perfectly fine. But in this battle here, there's nobody else to support. This is it. And either you take their side or his side, and his side is our side. It's the Constitution. It's the rule of law. It's the justice system. It's 250 years of American history. For God's sakes. Unbelievable what's going on in this country. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners, diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold, a five-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts, including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now, folks. 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you, and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial tax professional. When Donald Trump decided to run the Republican nomination for president, The intelligence agencies in the United States, even before he decided, he's thinking about it. They began spying on him and they encouraged our allies in England, France, Australia, New Zealand and elsewhere to spy on him too. They wanted any information they had on him, any information they had on his inner circle. And that's a fact. I figured it out just by putting together all the leaks that occurred for the last three or four months prior to March 2017. But more information is coming out now. And Joe Biden knew about it, and Barack Obama knew about it. The FBI was in on it. And this went on when he got elected president, after he became president, and I don't think it stopped. The Democrat Party went on a seek and destroy mission because the bureaucracy belongs to them. The leadership of the FBI, and I don't just mean the top, but a lot of mid-level FBI now, same with the spy agencies, 
and of course the rest of the bureaucracy. And now we have this, we have Democrat judges, the most radical kinds of judges you can imagine. The ones in New York are elected by radical Democrat pro-Biden voters. That's why these cases are brought in these cities. You see what a buffoon Fannie Willis is, how corrupt she is. The whole notion of a RICO case and a DA bringing a RICO case involving a federal election is so outrageous. You have these two libel cases brought by the same woman against Donald Trump, encouraged by Conway, I think his name, George Conway. Judges keep ruling against Trump. The second case, he said, you're already guilty. The key issue is just the amount of money. Who's ever heard of cases like this? Okay, $85 million in punitive damages. You know, the Supreme Court has ruled that punitive damages can be so excessive as to deny somebody their due process and equal protection. Excessive in this case has been the name of the game. So it's been one civil case after another, one criminal case after another. I don't know how this man does it. I really don't. And the media and the Peggy Noonans and the Chris Christie's and the Nikki Haley's and their ilk, they want you to believe it's due to Trump. They're useful idiots, which is why the media love them. Trump is the victim. Trump is the target. He's the target of the federal government. He's the target of state governments. He's the target of local governments. He's the target of the Democrat Party. He's the target of the Democrat media. And you should be damn furious about this. And those of you who are on the fence, well, I don't know, get your ass off the fence. Because the republic is burning to the ground. We've got a lot more to do on this Friday. We never take our foot off the gas pedal. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Hello. 877-381-3811. You don't know who's in the audience, America, TV or radio. Our audiences are so massive. No brag, just fact. John Floyd testified today. He's Fanny's daddy. Fanny didn't testify today, but I know you've heard it. The repetition on TV has been ear-piercing. Uh, I think 
I think her lawyers counseled her. Uh, you did a great job, Fanny. You've made all the great points that we hoped you would. In other words, she crashed and burned. Her father was on the stand. He actually came across as a nice gentleman. You wouldn't know that he'd been a member of the America-hating domestic terrorist group, the Black Panthers, would you, Mr. Producer? Maybe he turned over another leaf. It's possible. Came across as a very fatherly figure. People were mocking him for using a magnifying glass when he was reading. Not me, because I have to use a magnifying glass. And when you reach a certain age, a lot of people have to use a magnifying glass. So when I see these young hosts going, and then he brought out a magnifying... Uh, I don't think we need to attack him for that. Now that said, Mark, what are you talking about? Radio and all the rest of it. This program reaches every corner of the United States. In fact, it reaches the entire planet, not just by live streaming, not just by the Mark Levin app and the iHeartRadio app, but our podcast everywhere, everywhere. So here's John Floyd, part of what he had to say. Cut 18, Mr. Producer, go. Do you talk about any of the testimony from yesterday or watching the news reports or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. You can't cut the TV on without seeing this. The first... First thing, and I listen to conservative radio a lot, and, you know, last night for five hours, all they talked about was this case. So you were aware of what the testimony your daughter gave yesterday was? Yeah, I I mean, how could, I mean, unless you don't cut the radio on, unless you don't cut the television on, unless you don't read the AJC or any other, the New York Times or whatever, which I do every day, of course. Well, there's a problem with the latter point. Uh, He had no responsibility, no legal or ethical responsibility uh, not to. Now, that said, there's only one show of significance, nationally syndicated show that's heard all night, as he puts it, in the state of Georgia and in and around Atlanta. It's mine. So I want to tell John Floyd, hello. I'm glad you're in the audience. Nothing personal. But your daughter your daughter has done something very wrong in this effort to criminalize you know this this next election. What she's done is very wrong. And so of course people need to defend themselves and fight back. And that's what they're doing, and they're doing an excellent job of it uh, because of the actions of your daughter and her lover, and some of the others. So I'm going to continue to comment on this, but I still want to welcome you, John Floyd, to my audience. We like everybody out there. And uh, I hope we've influenced you somewhat on your once very radical, dangerous ideology. And I suspect we have, because otherwise, why would you even listen? But that's not all. He said this, cut 17, go. Donald Trump and the other defendants were ordered to pay four hundred and sixty three point seventeen when your daughter moved or left the house that she owned did did she say anything to you about having a large uh savings of cash oh no she oh no see maybe excuse me and i john i'm not trying to be racist okay but it's a black thing okay you know, I was trained 
and most black folks they hide cash or they keep cash and uh, I was no, I train. You always keep some cash because uh, I've been places, and just because of the color of my skin. For example, I took a fellowship at Harvard when my daughter was just a. a if I might, Your Honor, if I might, when I was just, uh, she was just, you know, maybe three years old, and I remember going to a restaurant in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I had a. American Express credit card and maybe a visa or whatever. And uh, I had a lot of um, what they call traveler's checks. I don't even know if they still have traveler's checks, but traveler's checks. And there was a sign said, you know, with the credit card. For whatever reasons, the man would not take my American Express credit card. So I pulled out my visa card and he wouldn't take my visa card. So then I pulled out my traveler's checks. He said, we don't take checks. Now, this was these were traveler's checks. This was money. I had a ten dollar bill. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And uh, he said uh, uh, the bill for my wife at the time, uh, Fonny's mother, Fonny and myself was like nine dollars and ninety five cents. And I had a ten dollar bill. That was all that. And I always remember that. Um, but even before that, I've always kept cash, I, you know, and I've told my daughter, you keep six months worth of cash always. First of all, I don't doubt his story. At all. But that has nothing to do with his daughter. But I'll tell you why I don't doubt his story at all. Well, my father was born in 1925. And uh, he spent... Most of the first, I'd say, parts of his life till he was about 25 in Philadelphia. He never left it. He took a train to Washington, D.C. At that time, was considered part of the Deep South. And we got off the station in Washington. I don't know if it was Union Station at the time or what it was. He saw these signs. Water fountain, whites only. Bathrooms, whites only. He was disgusted. He couldn't believe it. He joined the Army Air Corps. He was a red-blooded, proud American. He'd never seen this before. He grew up in poverty. In Philadelphia. The neighborhoods weren't all integrated, but he had black friends and other friends and so forth. But it wasn't Shangri-La. I'm not trying to pretend that it was. But he'd never seen anything like this before. And so he was absolutely disgusted and appalled by it. I remember him telling me this story a couple of times. And so I believe John Floyd when he says what he says about Harvard and Cambridge and him having cash. I really do. And when I was a young man and I went overseas, I would have those American Express traveler's checks that he talks about. That's what I would use. They're good as cash. If you lose cash, you lose cash. If you're held up, you don't have any money. I may have had a credit card. Again, it may have been American Express. But I wanted to have cash, so I had those Amex checks. 
The problem is with his daughter. Mr. Wade and his daughter use cash exclusively. So he said, I told my daughter she ought to have six months worth of cash. Did he tell Mr. Wade the same thing? No, he didn't even know Mr. Wade till later. Mr. Wade uses cash, except when he doesn't. That is, when he uses his corporate credit card, and then at the end of the year, he goes to his accountant and says, let's figure this out, what should and should not have been charged. I mean, that is, unless he paid interest and other stuff on it, I mean, that's, that's potentially a violation of the tax code. And the problem here is, she didn't have six months of cash. She wasn't a millionaire. She didn't inherit a fortune. She had a good-paying government job. But she was using cash when she shouldn't have used cash. For trips, airfare, caviar, wine. I don't think that's what Mr. Floyd meant. And then it becomes almost impossible to track. To track the money flow, the expenses, the activities... Because you're using cash. And the suspicion is, and I would tell Mr. Floyd, who no doubt is listening, I'm just telling you, that when you're a DA, and when you're a top lawyer, and when you pay your taxes, you know not to pay cash for everything. It raises a suspicion. It's not a black thing. It's a thing. And so that's the problem people are having. And for Mr. Wade to say he's had many clients come in and just hand him a cash, like bundles of cash for thousands of dollars, poor clients, nobody's believing a lot of that. So I think Mr. Floyd's story is 100% correct. Why wouldn't it be? A lot of people, unfortunately, experienced what he did. And it's... Uh, and it's unacceptable. But that's not what his daughter experienced. That's not what Mr. Wade experienced. They're grown up. They're big people. One's a prosecutor. No, one's a special prosecutor. And you don't use cash. You use cards. You do other forms of traceable funding. So people aren't commingling tax monies with their personal monies are receiving payments for their work, quote-unquote, and then using that money uh, to benefit the person who pays them, a public officer, and so forth and so on. That's why nobody's believing this when it comes to that. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. 
Secure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Levin to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Wow, what an exciting weekend, America. Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox. No football. It's a clear field. And I hope you'll watch us. My advice, may I give you some advice? This is what we do in our own home. Actually, my wife does it. Um, She sets the DVR for 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday for every week. Um, She, we try to be there. I watch it really to analyze myself, to try and improve in every possible way I can. And uh, I actually enjoy hearing the guests again. And I would encourage you to do exactly the same thing. That way you might have to go out, have dinner. I mean, you have a life to lead, right? But you can still include us. You can still include our show. If you can't watch it live, I encourage you to watch it live, which is what I tend to do. In fact, almost always do. So I want to encourage you to do it too. So just, uh, you can do it right now. Set the DVR, and you'll be all set. You don't have to give it a second thought. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and Putinoids out there as well, Vladimir Putin assassinated Yes, he assassinated him. Alexei Navalny. Let me tell you about this man. This man was a hard-working entrepreneur. He became fairly wealthy, not because he was an oligarch. He was not. But he is a man who was born with the spirit of liberty and freedom. Like we are. Like the founders of our country were. Like the framers of our constitution were. So he decided to get out of his corporate chair, his own company, to take a step into a brave new world and to stand up against a monstrous butcher who assassinates anyone who he thinks opposes them, whether they're in the military, whether they're in journalism, whether they're a person on the street. He's an assassin. He learned from the best, the KGB and the Soviet Union, while he was stationed in East Germany. And he was known as a monster back then. He tries to poison Lavalny overseas in Germany. He succeeds. But the Germans save his life but by the skin of their teeth. So over a period of time, he gets better. Never perfect, but better. You know what he does? He comes back to Russia to run against Putin, to lead the opposition. Free speech, newspapers. They yank him off the streets. 
the victim of trumped-up charges. Two to three years he gets. Yanked him off the streets. And while he was still in prison, in the worst prison in the old Soviet Union, where actually hundreds of thousands have been murdered, where Solzhenitsyn was in a gulag, they add on a bunch of years, so he has 17 years, basically a life sentence. Yesterday he was in court by Zoom. He was laughing in good health. Today he, he was taking a walk, got sick, leaned over, and dropped dead. That's according to the Russia media. That's because he was poisoned. That's why they killed him. I'll be right back. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and claim your eligibility for your free, brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Levin to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. It's your daily adult dosage of the Constitution. The Mark Levin Show. Call him now at 877-381-3811. The American Spectator has and always has been a great magazine and their fantastic website under Bob Tyrrell. Paul Kengor there is now handling daily affairs. He's a great professor from Grove City. He's an expert on the Soviet Union and communism. And he wrote this piece today. In a breaking story that will have serious international implications, we've just learned from the Russians that dissident and opposition leader Alexei Navalny has died in Vladimir Putin's gulag. Specifically, the 47-year-old Navalny perished in a brutal Arctic concentration camp called Polar Wolf. Polar Wolf, circa 1920. Vladimir Lenin and Leon Trotsky first used the words concentration camp to describe their new gulag system well before Hitler used the term in Germany a decade later. The death in the polar wolf penal colony conjures up so many victims' names and images from the Russia of the past and the present. Speaking of Lenin and Trotsky and their Bolsheviks, one thinks of their bayoneting of another Alexei, the young homophiliac, hemophiliac, that is, the heir to the Romanov throne. This was a young kid, and they knew he, he had this blood disease, so they bayoneted him to death. The Bolsheviks murdered him and his sisters and the entire family in their house in 1918. Thereafter, Lenin and his successor, Joseph Stalin, implemented the vast gulag system throughout Siberia. Alexander Solzhenitsyn, the greatest of Soviet dissidents who somehow managed to survive Siberia, Call it the Gulag Archipelago in his classic book. You ought to read that book. 
than those who support Putin or pretend that they don't, but actually do. If he doesn't change their minds, nobody will. The late Hoover Institution historian Arnold Beichmann, great man, who contributed to the American Spectator, once estimated that upwards of 20 million Soviet citizens perished in the Gulag under Stalin alone in the 1930s. More recently, under Vladimir Putin, a man who learned his tactics in the KGB in the 1980s, one thinks of the 2006 death of Alexander Letvinenko. Remember him? One of the earliest Putin purges of a dissident and one of the earliest telltale signs that the new Russian president was a thug. And in this case, it was polonium, 2010, poisoning. The Litvinenko death evoked memories of the infamous Umbrella assassin in Bulgaria in the 1980s. You know, they would use poison at the end of a needle of an umbrella. And of course, back in August, the plane of Vienge Zerzakim, or however they pronounce it, the Wagner Group leader, who had led a rebellion against Putin two months earlier, was blown out of the sky. Communist thuggery has long been about precisely this, death, 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 death. I wrote here earlier this week about Lech Walesa's statement to me last Friday in Washington. where He noted that there had been five documented cases of attempted assassination against him. And I wrote about the plot that was organized against Walesa in January 1981. The communists failed to put a finger on Walesa that time, but four months later in May 1981, they put two bullets in Pope John Paul II, smack in the middle of St. Peter's Square. It was the KGB. All of which brings us back to the breaking news of Alexei Navalny's death. For those who think this is an internal affair of concern only to Russians, take careful note of the statement from Joe Biden in June 2021 after meeting with Putin in Geneva. Asked what would happen if Navalny died in Russia custody, our president told the press, this. Cut one, Mr. Producer, go. Mr. President, just a quick follow on the same theme of consequences. You said just now that you spoke to him a lot about human rights. What do you say would happen if opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies? I made it clear to him that I believe the, the consequences of that would be devastating for Russia. I'll go back to the same point. What do you think happens when he's saying it's not about hurting Navalny, this, you know, all the stuff he says to rationalize the treatment of Navalny, and then he dies in prison. I pointed out to him that it matters a great deal when a country, in fact, and they asked me why I thought it was important to, to continue to have problems with the president of Syria. I said because his violation of international norm it's called a chemical weapons treaty. It can't be trusted. It's about trust. It's about their ability to influence other nations in a positive way. First of all, a footnote. Even just two years ago, as bad as Biden sounds there, it's 100 times better than he sounds today. So you can tell how dementia has really, really expanded and has gotten much more aggressive. Now that said... He said there will be consequences. He was asked about this today. And what did he say today? Cut to go. And to be clear, you warned Vladimir Putin when you were in Geneva of devastating consequences if Navalny died in Russian custody. 
what consequences should he and Russia face? That was three years ago. In the meantime, they faced a hell of a lot of consequences. They've so in other words, no, no consequences. None. He says, uh, we're looking at more things we can do. Uh, I guess it's like his dealings with Hamas, where he pretends to actually do something. But that was three years ago. We've done a hell of a lot to Russia since, you know. And of course, while he's talking about this, he has to attack Donald Trump. Because that's what people do when they're, they're in the fifth, I think now, sixth stage of dementia. They have to focus on one thing, one person, one kind of hate. Cut for a go. You know, we have to realize what we're dealing with with Putin. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies. So let's stop there. He's reading this. And, you know, it reminds me of the Charlottesville, Virginia stuff, how he lied about it. The press lied about it. Right behind this microphone, it took almost two hours to go through the text, to go through the audio, to explain. It's not what they said that he said. It's not. They've completely cherry-picked it and ripped it out of context. And yet Jake Tapper will still say it. And Joe Biden will still say it. That's why he decided to run for president. They're liars. Liars. And what Donald Trump said this time and what he meant this time, and I've explained it in detail over and over again. NATO, you want to be stronger? Then put up or shut up. And if you don't put up, you can't keep counting an arc 200 billion compared to your 25 billion. 3%. You need to contribute 3%. Or if Russia attacks you, Russia attacks you. Not our problem. Now he's doing that because that's how Trump pushes another country to do what it should do. He's not undermining NATO. He's trying to strengthen NATO. But Biden, who's undermining NATO, and who's given our enemies all kinds of motivations to attack us, he twists it. And he twists it in the middle of talking about the assassination of Alexei Navalny. But he does this too. Go ahead. Pain up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking. But let me be clear. This is an outrageous. You know what? I don't give a damn what you have to say. You're slashing our military spending. You're not getting NATO to spend the kind of money it should spend these countries, most of them. And all you do is attack Trump. That's all you got. That's all you have. You don't have anything else. You have literally nothing else. You don't have a record to run on. It's a pathetic, sickening record. Domestic and foreign policy, national security and military, economic and cultural. You're destroying our country. You're destroying the state of Israel if you can. You're doing a lot of damage to this country and other countries. And you point to other people. It's really disgusting. Then he really gets mad. You know, he really wants you to get mad. And this is another example of dementia, unfortunately. And I don't say dementia, making jokes out of it. You never hear me do that. Cut five, go. 
Are there anything you can do to get that ammunition to the Ukrainians without a supplemental from Congress? No, but it's about time they step up, don't you think? Instead of going on a two-week vacation? Two weeks! They're walking away. Two weeks! Two weeks?! When you take 40% of your damn time on vacation, you jerk, and you sit there two weeks like you did the other week, how dare he bring up my son? You are a liar. I can't tell when you lie if it's because of your dementia or your lack of character, because you've lied your entire life, early on in your life, when you didn't have dementia. So he's screaming at them and yelling at them. Meanwhile, he's the one who said he's going to veto a... A, uh, a bill to fund Israel, unless it's larded up with all kinds of other stuff. He's the one who's mismanaged the money's going to Ukraine and has unfortunately turned so many people against Ukraine. He's the one who, when Ukraine said, no, we need this kind of weaponry, not that kind of weaponry, he denied it to them because he doesn't want them to win. He wants a stalemate. He doesn't want Israel to win. He doesn't even want an Israel, to be perfectly honest with you. Because he needs his voters in Dearbornistan and other places where anti-Semitism and Jew hate runs hot. Is that what I said? You are damn right I said it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and claim your eligibility for your free, brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Levin to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You know, can you imagine troops surrounding Berlin? In this case, let's just say the Russians. World War II is ending. Hitler's in a bunker with Eva Braun and Goebbels and some of the others. And the, the battle has waged and waged. And you're now down to, say, a battalion, two or three, four battalions. You were within eye shot of Hitler's bunker. Would you stop, Mr. Producer? Would you call your army off? Would you call your army off and say, I'm worried about the civilians in Berlin? Is that what we would do, America? We're worried about the civilians in Berlin? To end the Japanese resistance, we dropped two atomic bombs on civilians. Targeted civilians. Israel surrounding a town in Gaza, with the leadership of the Hamas Nazis 
are hiding in tunnels. Where the remaining hostages they believe, dead or alive, are in those tunnels. Where four battalions out of 32 battalions, they've defeated 28 battalions. Where four battalions remain. With the worst Nazi monsters of them all in those battalions. Many of whom were involved in October 7th. And Joe Biden has issued a statement twice today warning the Israelis to back off, do not attack, cease fire. Netanyahu says no. We said we're going to wipe out Hamas, we're going to do it. We said we're going to kill their leaders, we're going to do it. We said we're going to do everything humanly possible to get our hostages out of there, and we're going to do it. And by the way, some of them are Americans. They don't even talk about that at the White House anymore, ever. And so they're threatening to slow the provision of ammunition to the Israelis. They're threatening to impose a second state under Judea and Samaria on the Israelis unilaterally without Israel's support. They haven't even talked to Israel about it. They only talk to Israel's enemies. They've talked to the Palestinian terrorists. They haven't even talked to Netanyahu. They hate Netanyahu because he stands, he stands up for his people. I mean, it's an outrage. This is what our woke political generals, our Department of Defense, our Department of State, the White House, they're all pressuring Israel. The Arab countries, Arab slash Muslim countries, the countries that are terrorist countries <clears throat> that have supported Palestinian terrorism. They're all telling Israel, cut it out. Don't do it. And there's one man standing up to them on the whole face of the world, Netanyahu, which is why they hate him at the bloodlust, Holocaust-denying, Third Reich-supporting New York Times. And to the rest of the media that follows in their fumes. You surround Berlin and Hitler's there and there's a few battalions left. You don't leave. You destroy them. And yet that's what tonight, he's done it twice today. That's what Biden is telling the Israelis to do. You better not. I mean, who the hell does this guy think he is? It's like the mob. You help Israel in its time of need, as it has helped us on many occasions with intelligence and technology. And then you think you own them? You think you own the government? You think you own the people? It's a democracy. The idiot Biden stands there next to the king of Jordan, who's an inbred, who inherits the country from his daddy, who's still slaughtering anybody who disagrees with him, including Palestinians and other Muslims. Certainly not a small-D Democrat. Stands next to Biden, and Biden puts his arm around the little fella. Unbelievable. Yulia Navanaya, who is Alexei Navalny's wife, at a Munich security conference today on the assassination of her husband, said the following via translator, cut it, go. If it is the truth, I would like Putin and all his staff everybody around him, his government, his friends, I want them know that they will be punished for what they have done with our country, with my 
family and with my husband, they will be brought to justice and this day will come soon. Hmm. Think I should go over there and interview Putin, Mr. Producer? I don't think I'd come out of line. I don't think he's a big fan of mine. I'd give him a hard-ass interview, though, I can tell you that. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. We're not going to let this go. I'm like a Doberman with a pant leg in my mouth, Mr. Producer. From Leif Lamahioa at the Daily Wire. CIA manipulated evidence to hide evidence. Russia wanted Clinton to win in 2016, not Trump report. The CIA manipulated intelligence information to make it look like Russia wanted Donald Trump to win the 2016 presidential election, despite having more credible information showing that Russia wanted Hillary Clinton to win, according to a new report. How many times did I say that, Mr. Producer? It doesn't make any sense for Russia to be rooting for Trump. And Vladimir Putin has come out of the closet. He's for Biden. They're all for Biden. All of our enemies are for Biden. The terrorists are for Biden. The illegal aliens are for Biden. The criminals in the street, they're for Biden. Along with left-wingers and media, along with left-wingers, uh, whatever. The effort to manipulate the information was headed up by John Brennan. Now, this piece of you-know-what was on TV denying everything. Obama's CIA director who disregarded evidence that the Russians preferred Clinton because she was more predictable and highlighted questionable evidence claiming Russia favored Trump, sources told independent journalists Matt Taibbi. Michael Schellenberger, Alex Gutentag. You've heard some of this, but I want to underscore the heavy-duty parts. They cooked the intel, that is, a close source to a House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Investigation of the Trump-Russia scandal, told the journalists. They made it look like Putin supported Trump. Folks, this is sick. The lawfare that's going on against Trump, the civil case to try and break him, 
Now this case on a non-disclosure agreement, harsh money. The ridiculous RICO case brought by ridiculous buffoon DA in Georgia. The ridiculous, this outrageous January 6th case where they're dusting off the Klan Act. The preposterous document case. His denial of attorney-client privilege. His denial of appellate rights. I mean, this whole thing is sickening. Ah, shoot. Hold on, I'm dealing with uh, technology. Technology and I don't get along very well. Now, the source said that evidence pointed the other way, showing Russia wanted Clinton to win because it was a relationship they were comfortable with. Well, of course. According to the source, the CIA had evidence showing Russia viewed Trump as unreliable, mercurial, and not steady. While viewing Clinton as manageable and reflecting continuity. In other words, a sellout. Now, the committee looked further into the sourcing of the claims from Brennan and the intelligence community that Russia wanted Trump and found contradictory information. We looked at the report and the sourcing they used to evaluate the sourcing, a source said. Boy, that's the word source three times in one sentence. When we dug further to look at the data available to them that they didn't use and it overwhelmingly contradicted their conclusions that Russia supported Trump. Not true. I'm going to go on, but this is an incredibly important lesson to never believe the media, ever. There was a time when the journalism was a profession. Now it's a profession full of whores. That's what it is. That's their profession. They are liars. They are propagandists. They are demagogues. They are Democrats. They are Marxists. They are leftists. They're pro-Hamas and Islamist. According to a source, Brennan and other intel agents embellished their Trump-Russia report by changing the categorization of sources that said Russia wanted Trump from unreliable to reliable. Notice how none of these people are ever prosecuted. None of these people are ever shamed. Have you noticed this? Schellenberger told Fox that there was a 50-page report exposing the operation. I don't understand why Schellenberger... And Taibbi and the third guy never contacted me, Mr. Producer. Or even contacted you to get my earlier comments on it. Back then, this trio would, would mock me, especially Talibi. Uh, but bygones are bygones. He's been targeted now, so he knows what it's like. But I just point this out to you, America. You, we, we were here first. And, uh, you know, there's really one person who's acknowledged this outside of this program. One. Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka. I love this guy. I mean, he is honorable. He's brilliant. He's solid as a rock. And he agrees with me. But seriously. Our brother on the uh, Salem Network. And I will be on Sebastian Gorka's show. I believe it's 3 p.m. Eastern time on Monday, Mr. Producer. Because he wants to talk about this. And uh, I want to talk to him about it, too. He's a good man, Sebastian Gorka. We have a crisis in America, American education. As a result, a national crisis. Now, for decades, young people haven't been properly taught about our American heritage. What our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale call civic education. 
So the result is too many young Americans hate our country, hate our principles, hate our founders and our framers, hate our Constitution, hate our Declaration. It's a lot of hate. Oh, and hate Jews. CPAC is next Friday, Mr. Producer. Did you know that? Next Friday, Conservative Political Action Committee. I will be there for a brief period with my lovely wife. Uh, We will make a presentation. I don't believe I'm allowed to say yet uh, who our guests will be when she and I do a presentation there. And we'll also be there for Shabbat dinner. But we love CPAC there. The last time I was at CPAC, I was confronted by a bunch of uh, neo-Nazis. Remember that, Mr. Producer? Ooh, Nick Fuentes is neo-Nazis. I think there are about eight of them. And um, I was there with my mother-in-law and another friend whose name shall not be mentioned. And they kind of half circle surround me call out my name they remind me of my faith Mr. Producer I think they called me a Jew and I turned around mindful that my mother-in-law was with me and I pointed at each and every one of their faces and I let them have and I thought to myself I could probably take two or three of you but I can't take eight of you People always see me and they say, my God, you're bigger than I thought. Have you heard that, Mr. Producer? And trust me, I can get more pissed off than you think, too. I really can. That's how I grew up. I didn't grow up as a uh, a veal calf. Like Biden, who brags about stuff. I don't brag about stuff. There's nothing to brag about. When you get into it, you get into it. It's not fun. It's not something you look forward to. It's something you can't avoid. We learned that from our father. who was a very, very tough young man, a very, very poor neighborhood in North Philadelphia where they had to do a lot of fighting, fist fighting, not knives and guns and baseball bats. Like my older brother, most decent, kind person you could ever meet. But he was a bouncer for a period of time and a boxer, too. Not that we're the toughest guys in the world. It's not true. I don't ever say that. But if necessary, I will defend myself. But long story short, the guy that was with us ran like uh, he couldn't find the escalator fast enough, Mr. Producer. Turned around and he was gone. But we didn't get into it. One of these punks put an iPhone in my face and I kind of hit it away. Accused me of assault. <laughs> I would say we need a little more security over there, CPAC, especially when it comes to me. Uh, because there was nobody there. Except the neo-Nazis. That's a long story short. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I want you to listen to this. This is Rashida Tlaib, uh, the Hamas terrorist Nazi organization's representative in the House of Representatives. 
I want you to listen to this. Cut 13, go. All acts of sexual violence are horrific. We should all be fighting to end it here at home and all around the world. So while the resolution on the floor today rightfully denounces any sexual violence by Hamas, I'm disturbed that it completely ignores and erases any sexual violence and abuse committed by the Israeli forces against Palestinians, especially children. You're such a pig. You are such a pig. Mass rape, mass extermination in the most horrific ways like ISIS and the Nazis. The Israelis are doing everything humanly possible to save lives, including Palestinian lives, or there'd be hundreds of thousands of dead Palestinians at this point. You'd think they were the former king of Jordan, but they're not. Unbelievable. The lies about the Hamas numbers, the lies about the Israelis. Not a single Palestinian has been raped in Gaza. Not one. Not a single child has been decapitated, burned alive in an oven. Not a single pregnant woman has had her stomach cut open, her baby pulled out, executed in front of her, and then slit her throat. Not one. You are a pig, Rashida Talib. Absolutely unbelievable. And in the House of Representatives, we have people like this. People like this. This is what happens when you don't vet people who come into the country. This is what happens when you open the door to anybody who wants to come in. Like her parents, I guess, or her grandparents. Same with Omar. Oh, we want many people from all over the world to come into this country. But they have to share our values. They have to assimilate into our country and our culture. Rashida Tlaib is an example of a completely broken immigration system. She's an Islamist. She's an Islamist who believes in River to the Sea. She had a map on her wall when she was first elected, where Israel is eliminated. She's a great speaker for CARE and other Hamas front groups, and there she is, in the House of Representatives, embraced by the Democrat Party, embraced by Biden, embraced by Jews in the Democrat Party in the House of Representatives. Sick. Nuts. She gets to the floor and makes these sickening comments. Sickening comments. So she votes against the resolution. I understand she might be the only one. Maybe some voted present, but she's the only one that I'm aware of. I hope I'm right who voted against a resolution condemning Hamas's sexual violence, rape. She voted present. Oh, that was good of her. I want you to think of what kind of person would do that. Hakeem Jeffries says nothing. Biden says nothing. Nothing. The Democrat Party says nothing. The media say nothing. It's expected. It's Talib. Come on. It's Rashida. We know Rashida. She's a good gal. She is a mouthpiece for terrorism. I mean, seriously. 
and I'm sick and tired of it. And nobody calls her out. Nobody. You know who calls her out? Um, the congresswoman from Georgia, Green. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Green. She calls her out. She's a tough lady. So they hate her, of course. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Green, let's, let's expel her from committees. Well, is anybody going to expel Talib from anything? Of course not. Of course not. But doesn't it interest you to know that Joe Biden doesn't say a word about her? Nothing? And the reason is simple, America. Because he needs the vote of her constituents. He needs the votes from dear Bornistan. He needs the Jew-hating neo-Nazi vote. Calls for the extermination of the Jews by destroying the state of Israel. He needs their vote. And Joe Biden will do anything for a vote, like he'll do anything for a buck. The worst president in American history. There's no question about it. And I'll repeat it so those who are slow at hearing can hear it. And the biggest anti-Semite to ever serve as president. And that includes Obama and FDR. Him, he is, Biden is, despite all the BS about how he's always loved Jerusalem and and Israel. Liberty's Voice, Mark Levin. Talk with that voice now, 877-381-3811. A couple more reminders, and I'm reminded that I don't do this enough, so let me do it. We have one of the biggest podcasts in the country, despite the fact that it's essentially the radio show. And the reason is, well, people are on the go. They can't always listen to the radio, though we love our affiliates, and we hope you will. But there's always a backup, and that is our podcast. So I want to tell you how to download it, and I want to encourage you strongly to do it. Um particularly in the New York area, which is such a big place and people get busy and so forth and so on. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's the mothership. That's my website. Click on Audio Rewind at the top. We make it very easy. Where it says Audio Rewind, click it. It's a link. And pick your favorite podcast platform. That's it. Or go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., And search Mark Levin Show and subscribe for free. Now, I might add that the favorite platform for most has been Apple. Apple. We also have a very, very popular YouTube channel that we started just a few months back. And I can tell you why. You can find my full podcast there, all my interviews there. We actually have specials on there. So how do you get there? What do you do? You go to YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. That's simple. YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. I'll even make it simpler for you. Search Mark Levin Show in YouTube. The key is Mark Levin Show. And check out that channel. I know you're going to love it. It really is. Uh, it really is quite fantastic. Our own YouTube channel. And we have had on the podcast... Almost 100 million. Isn't that what it is, Mr. Producer? Downloads last year? I think it 
wasn't it some massive number? I'm not talking 75,000. I'm not talking about 7.5 million. I'm talking about over the course of a year. Something like that. Hold on, I have it right here. Hold on, let me look. Holy crap, that's right. Closer to 75 million downloads in 2020. Well, we've had more. Okay, who cares? Ours is massive. Massive. And um, I just wanted to mention that to you. We consistently rank, rank, I'm told, among the top 30 shows in the news category on Apple. I'm convinced we'd be number one if we weren't on radio, but I'm just telling you that's, that's where we are now. And uh, let's see. We also have the smartest audience in talk radio. The smartest audience in talk radio by various measures. That's pretty amazing. Let's see here. And the average view duration for our YouTube podcast, and I don't even do a, uh, what do they call it? I don't have a video. I'm not, I'm not even on there. It's just voice. The average length of the listener is about a half hour, which is well above the average, well above the average for everybody else. This is on YouTube, and it's just audio. So we've massive, and in every market in which we exist, and we're up against another talk show, we crush them, every single one. And we are in the toughest time slot in talk radio. I t- have explained this many times. But even some people in the business, some of them are just too stupid to or stubborn to understand that. But that's okay. We don't care. Been here a long time. All right, I have an idea. We're going to keep the foot on the gas pedal. We only have 20 minutes left, and I haven't taken any calls all week. Let's take some calls. Larry, Palm Beach, Florida, the great WJNO. We love our WJNO affiliate. Larry, go right ahead, please. Good evening, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I just uh, wanted to touch base with you. Your story you told about your dad when you were a little boy really touched me because I had a somewhat similar experience when I was about six or seven years old in Canada, right after World War II. Uh, I remember he took me for a walk on the beach there at Lake Ontario, and we came across a huge white sign that said, Gentiles only. Hmm. A lot of people don't realize how anti-Semitic Canada was back in those days. But anyways, the sign was there. So Kind of like sure Columbia and Harvard. Yeah, yeah. I asked my dad, I said, Dad, what, is, what does that sign mean? And he began to tell me the circumstance behind first lesson in discrimination, anti-Semitism, a whole bunch of things that stayed with me for the rest of my life. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's why I said it uh, had the same kind of effect on me that I think your situation with your dad had on you. Absolutely, 100%. Larry, thank you, buddy, for your call. I really appreciate that. Jane, upstate New York, the great WGDJ, our great affiliate. How are you, Jane? I'm fine. How are you? Um, Well, thanks. First, I want to ask, um, did Biden even bother to offer condolences to Mrs. Navalny? I mean, he seemed to kind of let that slip away. I didn't hear it. 
Yeah, and what I'm wondering is when I hear people and they're busting on Israel and all this, my husband's family was from Poland, and do people ever stop? I ask them, do you believe in God? Well, yes, of course. I said, okay. Do any of you ever stop and think that Israel is the homeland of our blessed Savior? Does mm-hmm. anyone stop and think about that? It's it's the Holy Land and God's chosen people. And all of us need to keep reminding others of that and and not let this hate take over. It's We can't let it happen. And I appreciate you. And I thank you for speaking up for what's right every single day. Well, you're a sweetheart. Thanks, Jane. I, I much appreciate you. And I've pointed out before, the holy sites for Jews and Christians and Muslims are there. But the Muslim holy sites, the two most important, are actually in Saudi Arabia. But that said, and that aside, if Hamas has its way, if Jordan has its way, if Iran has its way, If the terrorists have their way, all those Jewish and Christian holy sites, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the patriarchs, the matriarchs, the birthplace of Jesus, the death place of Jesus, all these places will be gone, just like what the Taliban did with all the Buddhist temples and monuments that were there for thousands of years in Afghanistan. The Islamists do not accept any history other than their own, and they distort that. The Palestinians are not Palestinians. They are Arabs. No other Arab country wants those Arabs. Their home is with those Arabs. Jordan is a fake country. Jordan was created by Britain. There are no historical roots in Jordan for Jordan. The monarchy was created by the British Empire and stuck there. And how dare that little bastard inbred son of the king who slaughtered the Palestinians on black September 1970 stand there next to Biden, America's great president, anti-Semite, and spew his filth about the state of Israel and the rights of the Palestinians, and he slaughtered them. His family slaughtered them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Just a reminder to killer. Hello. Killer Life, Liberty, and Levin program Saturday and Sunday. We now do it twice. Both same times, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. Only two guests, each show, sometimes one. Uh, Long-form interview, so we don't have a conga line of guests, not constantly interrupting. And this is old school. I like to do it this way, and it's been extremely popular among you, and so I want to continue to do it. As long as you like it, I'll keep doing it. But I would encourage you again to set your DVRs for that those times. Come hell or high water, just set them right now. And you don't even have to give it a second thought. If you can watch us live, we even prefer that. 
But we have two great, great shows with great guests. And I always, always, always try to make it worth your while. I know you have other things to do. So I hope you'll check us out this weekend, especially 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. It's very simple. We have a lot of great callers lined up. Unfortunately, I'm out of time with calling, uh, with callers. And uh, I want to thank you. The board's full. It's always full. I've got to take more calls. I really do, Mr. Producer. You can be the nudge of my ear. Every now and then, we go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
folks, 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. Two brand new, powerful, killer, Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox DVR. If you can't watch it live, but I hope you'll watch it live. I'll see you there. The week is officially over. The week and officially starts now. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, freedom fighters all over the world, and our friends in Israel. Good night, Spritey and Griffey and Pepsi. Good night, Zelda, Smokey, Gigi, and Indy. Good night, Patton. Good night, Rory. Good night, Barney. Good night, Marty. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. Good night, Teddy. Good night, Bernard. So many. And America, God bless each and every one of you. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't miss it. God bless. God bless.